gonna make them an offer again. I feel the need, the need for speed. He's watched every movie more than once. He's Stephen Fennick. Go ahead, make my day. He's watched the latest Disney movies with his kids, uh, but that's about it. He's Trevor Long. You talking to me? Together, they bring you the best movies you've never seen. I will look for you. I will find you. And I will kill you. Rent BioStream, the latest and greatest movies on Fetch. Watch on a big screen Hisense TV. Say hello to my little friend! The best movies you've never seen. The first rule of Fight Club is... You do not talk about Fight With Stephen Fennick and Trevor Long. This is the captain. Brace for impact. Welcome to the best movies you've never seen. This is a podcast about movies hosted by myself, Stephen Fennick, and I'm joined by Trevor Long. Hey, mate. Great to be here. The movie catalogue in your brain oh. is building. Is It's really, you're becoming a movie expert. I'm remembering now. more and more. You, you said, well, we should be invited to movie premieres and stuff. Is that what you I said? Think we should. I think we should. We, we, we should be on the mailing list of movie premieres. I mean, Richard yeah. Wilkins said to me, he said, you are a threat. <laughs> <laughs> just, just, just Does he listen to the show? Just a disclaimer, he didn't say that. Okay. And no, he's not. I, 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 I'll send him a link. I, well, you know what? I don't think I have. You should say to Richard I think Wilkins, mate, we're in the same game. Let here, me mate. tell you right now. You yeah. know what that would be like? Yeah. And I've told this story in other shows we do. <laughs> that would be like the time that Bob Fulton, an immortal of the game of rugby league, found out that I didn't actually like rugby league and I was working in the game. Um, so I don't know that Dickie would appreciate yeah. the fact that I'd Basically, come out of the closet as someone who's never watched a movie. Well, I think we should introduce him to the podcast. All right, I will. He may enjoy, oh, I'm going to say, he well, may if enjoy if it. This could get be him to the give episode. Us an endorsement. This <laughs> That's a great idea. This yes. could be the episode I send him. Good luck to you, mate. Well, we're talking today about Ferris Bueller's Day Off, released in 1986. Really put Matthew Broderick on the map. Mm. He, he plays uh, the starring role of Ferris Bueller. Written and directed by John Hughes, who, as you saw from last week's trivia question, the millionaire question, quite a prolific writer-director. Yeah, Home, Home Alone, 16 Candles, uh, Breakfast Club. This And big name movies. Yeah. Like he's, oh, yeah. It's in, not like he's the, done a lot and this the is the 80s, one. In the 80s, he was on fire right. and into the 90s. Uh, yeah, he right. passed away, actually. He's, he's not, oh, not around right. anymore, John Hughes. Now, the while this movie was a huge success, and what do they do with the huge movies? Sequel. They think of sequels. Oh, we can't. This... The idea for a sequel had been around, okay? So they, right. they were talking about it. Well, and they it was call all, it Another Day Off. Well, it was when, because, you know, in this is Ferris's Bueller in high school. wags again. <laughs> yeah. You know how he's in high school. Yeah. This would be, the sequel would have been set in college or if he had a job. So it would have made him Skipping try, work. try to yeah. skip work and... But you know what? Mate, they do, th it, do it now. They did it now. Nah, they thought the, the <laughs> again, and again, it's that idea of a sequel would spoil the original. Yeah. The crap sequel would really yeah. put a bit of weight on the It's a very risky move. It is, absolutely. I think that, that could be an episode we do is where we just unpack. Oh, there's some sequels success, we've got coming up. Don't success worry. and failure of sequels generally. Absolutely. That's a good idea. A so special you, edition. Uh, Let's do it. Yeah, I'm, I'm up for that. <clears throat> now, you, I think you mentioned that you had seen this. Yeah, or I'd, not seen I'd this, definitely so. seen this, um, let's say, in the last 15 years. Right. But then Which means my, you've never seen <clears throat> it because your memory's crap. Yes, that's right. But my <laughs> daughter had a like a movie night with all her friends oh. as they were going into high school, like kids from different schools okay. going all going to her new school. And we did in the backyard with a projector and we watched Beulah. And so oh. I definitely oh, so rewatched a, okay. a fair bit of it then. Okay. And it rained and so we watched it inside. And so, yeah, I got to see oh, it again there. Okay. Well, this movie turned out to be a <coughs> massive, massive hit. Uh, has, has been At it's the a very, cinemas. very quotable movie too and has sort of become that sort of cult movie that, that 
everyone gets around to seeing it eventually. It's you know what when we talk about we've talked about this again in recent weeks where it's like you know no matter what your generation there's always a new movie to discover. Yeah. This is one of those ones that you kind of need to have seen. Like I feel like there's things like National Lampoons, Caddyshack, Bueller. Yeah. There's things you've got to have seen to to I know agree. those words, those quotes. Yeah, I agree. <clears throat> now the our man Roger Ebert, he's yeah. his his review. Yeah. Here is one of the most innocent, innocent movies in a long time. A sweet, warm-hearted comedy about a teenager who skips school so he can help his best friend win some self-respect. The therapy he has in mind includes a day visit to Chicago after we've seen the Sears Tower, Art Institute, Border Trade, Parade Down Dearborn Street, Architectural Landmarks, a Gold Coast lunch, and a game at Wrigley Field. We have to concede that the city and state film officers have done their jobs. <laughs> if Ferris Bueller's day off fails on every other level, at least it works as a travelogue. <laughs> it does give you a bit of an insight into Chicago. It does, Which yeah, we've yeah. been. We, yeah, we, yeah, yeah, we went on Apple Trip. Yeah. And Dearborn Street's the main drag yeah, through yeah. the city there. All righty, this is your last exit before the freeway. We're going to take a deep dive into Ferris Bueller's Day Off. If you haven't seen it, you can catch it on Fetch. You can rent it, you can buy it, and, of course, you can stream it if you've got a stand subscription. That's one of the great things about Fetch is it knows your habits, it knows your subscription. So if you've got a subscription to Disney, to stand, to Netflix, or if you've got one of them and not the others, what Fetch does is helps you get it at the most affordable price with the least number of ads. So if it's available on an ad service as well as one of the services that you've got a subscription to that doesn't have ads, it'll offer you that one first. Um, but basically it gives you all the options for viewing. So for something like this, this is one of those movies that I wanted to own. So rather than just watching on Stan, I decided to buy it on Fetch. So for just $13.99 at the time of recording, buy it. It's in my library. It's in my stuff along with all the things that I watch on Fetch from Fetch from Catch Up TV to Recorded TV, Live TV, Subscription TV channels, and of course, thousands and thousands of movies. You can get Fetch, plug it into your existing TV and turn your TV into an entertainment magical roadshow. It's all available at fetchtv.com.au or at major internet service providers. Okay. Now, you've seen the movie again, I'm yeah. assuming, yeah. since that last... Because you watched it with I, your daughter months and months ago. I watched it years today. Years ago, whatever it was, and you've seen it again. Yes. Fresh in your mind. So, okay, what's your impression after this Fresh in my mind. Watch? I feel like this is one of those movies we've talked about where you've got to put aside that... Um, uh, with a critique of suspension of, of disbelief, yeah, they call it. I a little think. bit of that, yeah. and just go. I want to enjoy myself. Yeah, yeah. It's a I, fun movie. I can't right? name other ones that we've done, but we've talked about other ones where it's just you're just putting it on to enjoy. Similar movie, Risky Business, which we've done. Yeah. Remember Tom Cruise? There's yeah. a car. There was involved. one recently we did that I yeah. feel like we were saying you've just got to enjoy the movie for yeah. the movie, and I think that's what this is. This is a movie that you can just sit back enjoy yep. a, as a family too, because it's fun. Yeah, yeah. I, I like so that. I like that is, premise. So your daughter watched it. So you reckon this is a good movie kids can enjoy? Like, there's nothing. There's nothing know, there's in no, it. There's that, no swearing in it. it there's no, no nudity. It's, it's no. it is pretty tame. It's very yeah. tame. It's yeah. it's it's lame in that sense. I yeah. I'd have no problem with my 11 year old sitting with us right. and watching this. Okay. At, at all, he, yeah. he'd he'd get the hoot in the Home Alone sense of the contraptions and all the all yeah. the things he'd love the car. You know, there's good yeah, things true, about true. it. So, yeah, good. no, it I think I think kids. it is a fun family. Absolutely. It's a fun. You know what? Sat, rainy Saturday night yep. or Saturday afternoon. Put it on. Yeah, enjoy great. it with the family. Yeah, good laugh for everyone here. So, what's your tweet on this one? My tweet on this one is uh, Ferris Bueller gives us a tour of Chicago like you could never before, <laughs> with some lessons along the way. Absolutely. No, I think this latest watch, I picked up a few things and learnt a few things. I saw this with my mates at the movies. I remember us going all together yep. to see this. It was sort of the big sort of comedy. Did, did you leave the movie, make notes? Um, <laughs> okay, no, you what, did the intro machine. <laughs> so what, 86, I was already working. I was out yeah, of school. Right, okay. I, was, I was 18. <laughs> okay. I was already out of school. So uh, Sorry, I did was you, Okay, while we're at this stage here, okay, you were still at school, you idiot. <laughs> what, have you ever jigged school? <clears throat> I don't remember taking a whole day off, yeah. but there was like in uh, year 11, 12, yeah. there was whole classes I never went to. Yeah. So you've never sort of, right, I'm cutting school to do something else. No, I had yeah, nothing me, better me to neither. do. I was boring. I think that's the thing. I, I was actually boring. liked school. I had nothing better to do. <laughs> I liked school. Yeah. Is that, uh, anyway, I have, uh, it is a regular watch. It's one of those movies that gets you in the tractor beam again. You know, once you 100%. see it on TV, you've you got know to what's interesting watching. though? I think Ferris likes school. Yeah. I, th I don't think Bueller hates school. Yeah. He I, just wants to have a break I mean? time. Like how right could time, you, yeah. and maybe this is an insight. Because he's very popular. Person. That's too. my yeah, point. Yeah. How could you hate 
yeah. school if you're popular? People love you. Well, I've got an answer for that question a bit later. Okay. I've got, got answers. I've got answers for you. Let's look at the cast. Matthew Broderick plays Ferris, and he was in uh, at the just just after this. I think he made War Games, what? which was a movie about you know when when uh, compute per home computers were really popular, right. and War Games was about how he could crack into the defense the defense computer oh. system. And well, he learned a bit of that what, knowledge here. He was sort of downloading games, and he thought this was a game. It was actually the mil- he, the oh, U.S. Right. Defense Department. Wow, that was a pretty good movie. We'll do. We'll I don't cover mind that. that we'll premise, cover that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that was uh, that was also in the eighties. Broderick is one of those yeah. um, ageless actors. Yeah. It's, yeah, he's right. annoyingly right. ageless. He's been in a few other good movies too. He was in the Cable Guy with Jim Carrey. That's a oh, that's okay. a real dark comedy. He was in Election, another dark comedy with Reese Witherspoon. He plays the principal. So how's that for yeah, yeah. shoe on the other foot? He's a principal <laughs> in this one, or a teacher. I think now he's a teacher. Okay, and uh, he was also in The Producers as well. Very very popular movie that one. Mia Sara, very uh, uh, she plays Sloane, the All girlfriend. In. Yeah, she was in Legend. We are starring beside Tom Cruise in that film. Legend, ah. one of Tom Cruise's earliest movies. Wow. She was also in a vastly underrated film called Time Cop with Jean Claude Van Damme. I feel like you're going to make me watch that at re- some point. You, you, we yeah. are, and you might think, oh, Jean Claude Van Damme, Time Cop, action movie, but I quite like it. It, it is some. I don't know, it just has a quality to it that really appeals to me, and you would like it too. When Mia Sarah was uh, auditioning for this role, so she was auditioning for the director, for John Hughes, mm. and John Hughes specifically said, look, I'm after I'm after a young, like a 17-year-old girl who can play older, who's a, look, is a bit more mature. And uh, she said, well, she'd had a really good audition, and he, when, she, when she told him that she's only 18, he thought, what the hell, really? He couldn't believe it. He goes, wow. oh, well, that, that helped her get the part. Boom. Uh, did you know? Did you recognise Alan Ruck? I mean, Cameron. I think if I see him in something, I know yeah. he's from Bueller. Yes, but I, I can't remember other things. He he's was been in, in Speed. Oh, okay. Keanu Reeves. You know the bus. What's on our list? Yeah. Um, Twister. On our list. With Helen yeah. Hunt. Helen Hunt. Good, good memory. Ooh. And Bill Paxton. And uh, he's in the current, probably one of the best shows on TV right now. Succession. He's in that. He plays one of the children of uh, Logan Roy. Right. He plays yeah. Lachlan Murdoch. Okay. <laughs> he, well, not quite. <laughs> uh, Jennifer Grey, did you recognise her? She plays Jeannie, the sister. Her uh, biggest movie was Dirty Dancing. Oh, okay. Yeah. Right. Massive film. Have we done Dirty she was, Dancing? No, we haven't. I was going to say, well, how yeah. are you Pat- like, I'm going to Her and Patrick it. Swayze. Uh, At the time of their lives. Dirty Dancing. That's the one. Yeah, you remembered. <laughs> I am on fire today. <laughs> she was also in uh, Red Dawn, also another good movie. Okay. All righty. We're about to go into the movie, but before we do that, let's talk about our other great sponsor, and that is Sense. Now, we often talk, what's our, what's our motto here? Go, go big, big or, or go, go home. home. I'm going to talk to you about sizes of screens. Mm-hmm. Now, their ULED 4K series, so the U7HAU series, is available in sizes 55-inch all the way up to 98-inch. Wow. And these, all these TVs, of course, 55, yeah, that's not too bad. But you know what? We're talk, let's talk turkey, 75, 85, and 98-inch. So your TV at home is what, 85? 85, baby. That's a monster. So these TVs, though, what they all have in common, of course, is that ULED technology. So they've got full-array local dimming. So you can see darker darks, brighter brights. They've got high sensors QLED quantum dot technology as well. And what this does, it enables the TV to display more than a billion shades of color. So wider range of color, more shades, more hues. But then again, if you want a big screen, what's good to watch on a big screen? Hello, sport. Yes. They've got a great the new auto sport mode. So it can detect you're watching sport, switch it up to 200 smooth motion. So... Smooth as silk, still vibrant, really crystal clear, fast motion action. And what else do we like to do on our TVs? Play games. <laughs> Next gen gaming with Game Mode Pro. So you've got HDMI 2.1 running 4K games at 120 hertz. You won't believe how good that looks. Virtual VRR, so that's variable refresh rate. Auto low latency mode and also AMD FreeSync. All of these uh, tick the boxes for a gamer, so you can be watching on a, you can be playing on the best screen in the house. And of course, it does have the high view engine as well, the VDAR U6 and experience. 
is enhanced picture quality scene by scene with the high view engine. Also has great sound quality to go with it as well and a three-year warranty. Nice. They back their product. You don't license. find that in a lot of companies. That is rare. It is one of, they are one of the only TV companies to back their products with a three-year warranty. So they really stand behind the quality. And as we said, those sizes, again, 55, 65, 75, and 85, and 98 inches. If you just want to go all out, 98 inch. And how good would that look? All the, t- all the great movies we talk about on the show that would look amazing on any of those Hisense TVs. Do yourself a favour. You're in the market for a TV. Give Hisense a chance. Head down to a store, stand in front of those big screens and judge for yourself. You'll see the quality we're talking about or check out their range at hisense.com.au. Righto. Shall I take a a roll call? Long, (laughs) long... We're about to dive in here, and straight away, it, it the the introduction of this movie, the first uh, this movie split into three parts. Okay, yeah. it's a th- tr- classic three act structure. Right, the intro setting everything up. He wants to take the day off. Everything yeah. he's got to do. Mm-hmm. The the second act is them out on the town doing yes. their stuff, and Rooney's trying to catch him. Yeah. Third act is oh, okay. We're gonna get home. We've got to, everything's got to work out. Yeah. So that, that's what I really like about it. So the introduction. We know already that uh, he wants to take his day off school and the first thing he needs to do is actually convince his parents. He doesn't have a fever, but he says his stomach hurts and he's seeing spots. What's the matter, Ferris? Papa? Honey, feel his hands. They're cold and clammy. I'm fine. I get up. No. 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 I have a test today. No. I have to take it. I, I want to go to a good college so I can have a fruitful life. Annie, you're not going to school like this now. Oh, fine. What's this? What's his problem? He doesn't feel well. Yeah, right. Drive that one out. You can fertilize the lawn. <laughs> is that you? <laughs> like, is that you? He's trying it's, to it again. It's a great. It's an instant setup too for the brother sister relationship. Oh, yeah. yes. her, her absolute doubt of his credibility in every sense. <laughs> and there's this moment here where, and we talked about this in many movies too. Mm. He, he breaks the fourth wall. He correct. He looks he talks into the directly camera and into the talks. camera. Yeah. He does it several times in the movie too. Oh, you know what? It doesn't work very often on movies. No, but this, this is good. movie he, it, he nails it with this. I like it. It is a good good tool. A so good, if good I was, you know, to use my extensive movie knowledge and uh, <laughs> become a director, yeah. I like it as a as a form of narration. You know, yes, exactly a, right. Because the only other thing to do Rather is run some a voiceover. montage and yeah. a voiceover. Yeah. Which in this case you would only get Matthew Broderick to do. Yeah. Why not break the fourth wall in that? Because the best way it's done is often when it's done. In the scene, yep. so it's not like it's well. He does sometimes. He sort of steps out, looks at the camera, and then sort of steps back into it that's, again that's several it. times. It's, yeah. it's like it's everyone yeah. else is pa- it's like everyone else is paused. Yep. and then he's straight down at us. I it like works. That. It works. I'm well. a fan. This is I can't think of a movie where it's worked better than this one. Yeah, fair call. That, that breaking that fourth wall. Uh, but what he does though, he is successful though in convincing the parents. This is my ninth sick day this semester. It's getting pretty tough coming up with new illnesses. <laughs> If I go for 10, I'm probably going to have to barf up a lung. So I better make this one count. The key to faking out the parents is the clammy hands. It's a good non-specific symptom. I'm a big believer in it. A lot of people will tell you that a good phony fever is a deadlock. But uh, you get a nervous mother, you could wind up in a doctor's office. That's worse than school. You fake a stomach cramp, and when you're bent over, Moaning and wailing, you lick your palms. It's a little childish and stupid, but then so is high school. <laughs> <laughs> Which is a really cool bit. See, Nancy, here's the weird thing. On the on the the screen, you see everything he's talking about is like presented in like a like the little all the li- all the lines, everything, all the instructions are appearing on the screen yeah, next yeah. to him. But see. Isn't it weird? We just talked about breaking the fourth wall, and then yeah. we move into a, a, a yeah. monologue, like it's, an, it's yeah, a narration straight at the camera. Yes, yeah. yeah, right. like it's just so good. Yeah, yeah. I like it. So, uh, but the, we we find out pretty quickly. He's obviously got a, his day plan. He goes, "How can I miss school on a day like this?" But then I think this sort of sums up the whole theme of the movie. Life moves pretty fast. If you don't stop and look around once in a while, you could miss it. It's an excellent it point right because there. you've really got to take this movie in a couple of times to fully understand yep. that this is not just about 
you know, kid who doesn't want to go to school and lies in bed all day, right? That's yeah. actually yeah. A, the most common thing. And my kids have definitely done it. Yeah. Is you're like, well, is he sick? I don't know. But, you know, especially with COVID and everything, you like, yeah. can't take the risk. Let him stay at home. Stay home. And it's not like they're playing computer games. Stay, stay in bed. Yeah. They just, they actually just don't want to go to school, right? Right. And that's, this is that difference, which we'll talk about, yeah. which is he actually just wants to enjoy life. Yeah. He's and it's funny because plan. I reckon kids would have more success if they just said to their parents, you know what? Can we just. Can we just not and can we do that? Yeah. But but we've done it as parents. I don't know about you, but we did it only months ago with, with yep. the Formula One Grand Prix. It's like, do you know yeah. what, guys, uh, you're not – like I think it was the start of the school holidays when we came back, but we we, we took two days off school then. So you told the school, my kids are I going, just we're said, taking them away. We're not, we're not yeah. coming to school on Friday and Monday. So, yeah. Sorry, guys, we're out of here. Absolutely. Because I think that moment, that enjoyment as yeah. a family of doing this thing was frankly far more important than anything they could have learned in three days at school. They can't just make up. For sure. I like that part about this movie. This is another great part of the movie is the roll call. Bueller. 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 <laughs> Bueller. Um, he's sick. My best friend's sister's boyfriend's brother's girlfriend heard from this guy who knows this kid is going with the girl who saw Ferris pass out at 31 Flavors last night. I guess it's pretty serious. <laughs> Which is That's what I love about this one. It builds up like like from from what she said. I think the next one saying goes, "Oh, he might need a new kidney." Yeah, and the, everyone, even the police station. That's they know, right. How's your kidney? He... So this goes to that suspension <laughs> of disbelief moment because if you want to dig into it, then none of it makes sense, right? Yeah. The the water tower with save Ferris on it. All these things throughout <laughs> the movie make no. There's a newspaper that you know that mentions yes. them. So all those things make no sense because it happened that morning. But it it is such a great way of creating. <laughs> Um, two things creates a character out of Ferris, yeah. but it also um, creates that he's the cool kid. Everyone knows him. Yes, that everyone well, clearly knows him. That's demonstrated when he's on the phone. Remember, and there's like a public phone in there, <laughs> and the bloke's on the phone. Goes, oh, "Are you serious?" He goes, "Yeah." And then he's on these well, organ, the organ with the, all the, the sound effects. Yeah. And then he goes, "Oh, I guess the guy, the guy goes, oh, geez, I hope he doesn't die. He's going to get me out of summer school." <laughs> and then a girl, he mentions Alien, and a, and a guy goes, "Yeah." Have you ever seen Alien? And she goes, what the hell is this? He goes, hey, Ferris. And uh, he's talking to her about uh, how, how sick he is. and she goes, She's oh, worried about him. Yeah. yeah. So it just goes to show how much, uh, how popular he is. Yes. As, so as, as you alluded to, I don't think he hates school. This is just a day off he wants it to enjoy. Well, I think, but, but, but again, I, I, your, your, your point out, about enjoying life, Yes, it's not about hating school. Absolutely right. And I think um, that... Oh, there is a reason. There are reasons why. Though, like this last watch, I sort of watched it with a different lens on, and I discovered a couple of things, which I'll tell you a little bit later. Yeah. The other goal here in this intro section of the movie was he's got to get Sloan out of school as well. Yeah. So he had called Cameron. He goes, "Get your butt over here." He goes, "I don't have a car." Remember, I think he says, oh, "I bought a. I wanted a car. I got a computer." Remember when he's changing his. And that's when he's changing sick the rage, Yeah. And um, so he's Cameron is. In, he's also appears sick when he calls him. So I'm thinking, yeah. had they planned this, or is he just always like that? Yes. So if, which, he, if he's always is, like that, he's late for school. Exposed later on. You, yeah. you, you hear a bit about his sickness later on. And so that, so that they're they're sort of he's wanting the Cameron to come over, but then also he's he's planned out planned out to get uh, Sloan out of school, which is what makes this whole part. This is probably yeah. I agree with you. The most memorable part of this is <laughs> is this concept of okay now. I've got myself off. Cameron clearly is just able to take time yeah. off because he's sick or whatever. Yep. But now we have to somehow get Sloan out of school. So he makes this phone call from Cameron impersonating Mr. Peterson, so he, his own father. That's right. So, But but he, he he's, they've had the roll call and he, he's – so Peterson calls. What I like about this is you don't know who's making this call. No. Don't, you don't know who it is. You, you just produce a corpse and uh, I'll release Sloan. I want to see this dead grandmother firsthand. It's all right, Grace. It's Ferris Bueller, a little twerp. I'm going to set a trap and let him fall right into it. Uh, uh, Ed, I'm, I'm sorry. Did, did you say you wanted to see a body? Yeah, that's right. Just uh, roll her old bones on over <laughs> here and I'll dig up your daughter. You know that school <laughs> policy. Oh? Uh, was this your mother? Uh, no, my wife's mother. Ed Rooney's office. Hi, this is Ferris Bueller. Can I speak to Mr. Rooney, please? Thank you. Uh, hold. I'll tell you what, dipshit. 
<laughs> you don't like my policies, you can just come on down here and smooch my big old white butt. Cat! Pucker up, buttercup. What? Ferris Bueller's online, too. <laughs> and he just panics. <laughs> so this this is the point where we see that it's Cameron on the phone, yes. right? Doing a great job. I think, yeah. Was that an Aussie accent he was putting on? Well, sounded Australian. I don't know. But we see that he's sort of when Ferris obviously called on the other line, so they planned yeah. it out, right? So when he gets back on the phone, it's from we're seeing the cameras the, now from on the Cameron. Other, yeah, yeah, so yeah. this is the other part of the call. Yeah, no, I, I I think I owe you an apology, sir. Well, I should say you do. I uh, I I I. Well, I think you should be sorry for Christ's sake. English. A pretty. family member dies, and you insult me. What the hell is the matter with you, anyway? Uh, 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 well, uh, you, uh, I, I, I really don't know, sir. I mean, I, I, I didn't think I was talking to you. I, I thought I was talking to somebody else. You know, sir, that I would never deliberately insult you like that. <laughs> I, I, I can't begin to tell you how embarrassed I am. Pardon my French, but you're an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> Which is now, a great quote, one. <laughs> it is. Now, here is the, like, the central sort of part of the, of the movie. Yeah. The Ferrari. Yes. And he's convinced because what California. happens, I think later on in that call, Cam says, make sure she's out the front by herself. And then Ferris hits him and saying, well, no, no, that's Don't suspicious. suspicious. Yeah. And so. And then he says, I want to have a conversation yeah, with you. Because of that little screw up, he goes, look, we've got no choice now, but we've got to take the car. He goes, there's not, they're not going to believe he drives your mm. piece of crap car. He has at least your crap piece of crap. Regardless, crap. his plan was always <laughs> yeah. to take the car. Get his eye on the car. But, but he used that as an activation against Cameron. But the introduction to the car is classic. The 1961 Ferrari 250 GT California. Less than 100 were made. My father spent three years restoring this car. It is his love, it is his passion, it is his fault he didn't lock the garage. <laughs> <laughs> now, a little bit of trivia about this car, mate, in the movie. Yeah. I'm, I'm sorry to disappoint you. Oh, I'm aware. It is not a Ferrari. Because I'm pretty sure the first time I saw this movie, I went, oh, my God, and then then went into research mode and discovered yes. that they didn't, in fact, uh, destroy one of these cars. They actually was, had multiple replicas. It was. They had three replicas made. Using an MG chassis. That's right. So they imitated the car. You still a do it today. Fiberglass body. Yeah, looked good though. Looked pretty cool. Looks, it's very, yeah. it's very, very good replica. But uh, that was, uh, that was, yeah, it wasn't a real Ferrari. But, but did, it was, did that model of Ferrari existed though? Didn't it? Yeah, yeah I know. So that the California Mate, the 250, 250 yeah. GT California. Yeah. There was a hundred made. There yeah. was fifty more made in long. How much would that be worth today? Uh, Seventeen million dollars one sold. Because there's not many left. Right. Seventeen million dollars last time I saw running, one sold. Still running. And all yes. That. Yeah. Wow. So it's probably a twenty-five million dollar wow. car now. That makes Cameron's movie. And this. You know those kind of cars get uh, get raced, get trashed, get, yeah. get you know people crash them, um, and uh -huh. so there would be very yeah, wow. few left. Okay. Well, well, now we're sort of we've now we've he's got the he's picked up Sloan. They're in the Ferrari. They're heading into town now. So this, this is becomes the your second act. Second this act is your, now um, is, is okay, the day, day off. off. The day off is starting yeah, now. Yeah. And boy, has he got a lot of plans. First thing though, the garage attendant. It's a funny. It's so, a funny bit. This is what makes you laugh, though, is when they drive in and the camera goes, absolutely not, no way. He goes, they could touch it, breathe on it, do this. He goes, come on, mate, relax, it's all good. <laughs> and uh, the guy, as they are walking away, so they're walking towards yeah. the camera. Again, suspend your disbelief. <laughs> you see the car, Blake jump in and the drives off behind them. Squealing the tyres. They, they didn't even wait a minute. Anyone would car. have turned to see what that was. <laughs> but oh anyway, God. so yes, ignore that. <laughs> so the day off. Takes the, so from the garage they go to Sears Tower, which at the time was, was the, the tallest world's building. tallest building. Which I is, thought there was a missed opportunity for a line here. When Ferris yeah. stands up on the ledge and gets yeah. the others to, I thought the opportunity was there because leaning out and looking down, yeah, it meant it meant nothing in the film because I they, think it's just they so didn't they could film see, it. Yeah. yeah, but they didn't they didn't give us that impression film yeah. uh, cinematography wise. Yep. What I thought the best line there would have been, you know, we're the three tallest people in the world right now, like <laughs> you know, because that was the, that well, was the immediate thing I maybe, thought was by yeah. standing. Because there was two other randoms in the in the room, yeah. 
by standing up on that ledge, we become the tallest. We're the tallest. We're, we're, we're the, the people standing highest in the world, which okay. is pretty cool. Well, if you're on Mount Everest, you'd be higher than that. Maybe. Sure. Oh, is, it? is it higher than that? I guess <laughs> Yes, it is. Of no yes. Mount Everest is 29 kilometres high. Oh, okay, fair enough. Yeah. It's big, it's big. What's the tallest building today, do you know? Uh, Burj Khalifa. The Burj Khalifa, that's yeah. right, in, uh, in Dubai. Dubai. There you have it. So, yeah, they go from Sears Tower to the Stock Exchange. <laughs> Stock Exchange was interesting, you know, making the hand gestures and – this was a, a really interesting, tiny little sort of half scene where um, Ferris talks to Sloane about marrying marriage. Yeah, it's a, it's and a, well, what, you know, apart from us being too young and not having any place to live, why wouldn't why we do would we it? get married? And then Cameron pipes up and goes, "Well, my mum and dad they hate each other. Give me my two. Dad, give, he says, yeah, give me two, two reasons, reasons. My mother mum, and my, my father. Mum and, dad. <laughs> and he says, "Look, my dad loves that car more than her. Like, what's going on? Like, why would you get married? So yeah. he's, he's, you know, his background, his family life is a little bit broken. Yes." But Ferris is genuine love for Sloane, thinking, okay. And then later on she says something about that. She said, oh, he's going to marry me one day. You know, going to the stock exchange is a strange thing to do, but it, it, it yep. begins the exposition of Got to kill some time before just, lunch. But also this is not just, you know, kids. You, yeah. I think it, by Sears Tower and the stock exchange alone yep. makes it clear they're not just – Going to the movies. No. You know, they're having a day. They're packing it this in. This is it. This is, this is a real day. They're packing it in. They do pack a lot in. Yeah. Next step is lunch. And here's where he gets to this beautiful restaurant where they – he lo- I like how he looks at the at the yeah. book and then his he, His skills of cunning thinking, become yeah. uh, more relevant than ever. Shaky, bonjour. May I speak to Abe Froman? So he's imitating Abe Froman. king of Chicago. Abe Froman. Let me check the restaurant. Could you describe him for me, please? Leather jacket, white T-shirt, sweater vest. <laughs> Devastatingly handsome. <laughs> Hold on one moment. Yes, thank you. So don't forget the other line is active. Hmm. He picks it up. <laughs> Mr. Froman. Sergeant Peterson, Chicago Police. Do you remember you said he's going to call the police yeah. earlier? I appreciate your understanding. That's very good. Don't think twice. It's understanding that makes it possible for people like us to tolerate a person like yourself. <laughs> now, did that restaurant look familiar? No. Have you seen the Blues Brothers? No. There's a scene in the Blues Brothers where they're in, they're in that very restaurant. Oh, really? Yeah. And, uh, yeah, that was quite funny. And that was also the same restaurant used in St. Elmo's Fire. As well, so it was popular in the eighties. That one. I mean, there's some funny things happen here. He's in the bathroom well, he's, doing he's, another fourth yeah. wall thing. Yes, and then his dad's in there. His dad just walks out. And you're thinking, yeah. whoa, hey, what's going to happen here? Of all here? the restaurants, and then they're standing on the stoop out the front, and the dad's like, it's like the he, dad's it, pitching more advertising. It's for very. This, uh, this is this is probably a great scene to to simply confirm that you need to put aside your reality because oh yeah, you know, there's no he way gets, that he would gets happen, away but with it. It's every, really well yeah. done. The, the whole oh, taxi yeah. thing, you know, one taxi then another. It's just. I think it's really well shot and acted, like you know the staging of it, this, the choreography yeah. of them. And is this is this the bit where they're in the taxi before they go to the baseball game, and his dad? They see his dad next to them. No, or is that no, later? Is that after that's baseball? Later. That's yeah, after yeah. baseball. Well, they do get to the baseball now. Yeah. You're a baseball man. Right? Oh yeah. Ferris catches the foul ball. Did you see that? Yeah. Well, and he's on, t- he's on TV as yeah. well. The, 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 he's on TV. Remember when? Because um, he catches the foul ball m- m- during like don't, at this same point, Mister Rooney's out on the hunt, right? Yeah, so Mister Rooney he just misses seeing it on TV. Yeah, so he was at the he was at this little hangout, this restaurant hangout, and the girl spat drink in his face, and he had his napkin on his face, yeah. and on the TV was Ferris catching the foul ball. But you're a baseball man. Is this something they say at the baseball? Hey, bada 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 bada, so win, bada. What the hell is that? I think I've said it because of this movie. Is it? <laughs> so is is that a, a call to them, like a swing batter? Is that what he's saying? Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a call to the batter. Yeah. So basically, you're um, if you're watching, in my case, the Do- yeah. Dodgers v the Cubs, in, uh, they yeah. played last week, so yeah. that's relevant. Um, I'm a Dodgers fan. Dodgers are pitching. I'm calling swing, batter, 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 swing. And any calls, oh, I reckon. I reckon so the, the name got to swing because right. he wants you want him to swing because you want him to contact. swing because you want okay. no. Well, no, you want strikes. Right, you want him to swing. You ah. want him to swing at every ball. Oh, so he, so they're encouraging the pitcher. Yeah, in this case. he's encouraging. The, I reckon the name he calls out is a pitcher's name. So Kennedy, Kennedy, Kennedy. I reckon any any money Kennedy. Well, is we can, a pitcher. We can look into this because the Cubs game in the movie. 
was an actual game played on June the 5th, 1985 between the Cubs and the Atlanta Braves. Wow. So you're looking that up, eh? Yeah, June 5th, 1985. <laughs> so Cubs v. the Atlanta Braves. Um, Who won? Did the Cubs win? The television depicts uh, former Chicago Cubs pitcher Lee Smith on the mound. Ah. Um, so they're not calling out. Is there a relief pitcher named there, Kennedy? There, or there may have been. Okay. Um, this is a great uh, podcast. Yeah, no, instant research. Well, hang on, no, no. There's other, there's other references. Oh, it, may, it, it may go too deep though, because there's a okay. lot of conversation about it. Because there's things, right. things like another baseball mystery. So does it say anything about Ferris Bueller catching a foul ball? Uh, <laughs> I'm pretty confident he wasn't really there. All righty. Next stop is the art gallery. Yep. And this was kind of a not, not. I don't think there was anything spoken in this in this section. They were just there with a lot and of bunch again, of school kids. This and, is like the stock exchange. Yeah. It's just like going. Yeah. This is them genuinely going. Just we want to packing it in. We want to experience our city because yeah. I think, like I think about my kids, right? And yep. you go, we've done some stuff. We've been to maybe to the National Museum and stuff, but. I don't know if if you're a sixteen year old, seventeen year old in year ten or eleven or whatever, yep. or you're twelve maybe. You know what would you do? Would you do a bridge climb in Sydney? Yeah. You know, like what are the things you would do? Okay. And that's essentially and what they did. Where, it was a very busy day in Chicago that day, yeah, obviously with a Cubs game, a parade, where, and all these things. Where's going on. Wrigley Field in relation to? Is that near downtown or is that's that, the, is that that's a drive? Probably or? an issue with, yeah. with the movie. I don't well, know, but if I'm it was tipping, an, like, you know baseball really well. If it was an Arvo game, what, it would have gone one three and a half hours too. It, they obviously didn't they watch might the whole not game. Have the whole game, but. What time would the first, would it start? 1 Probably one o'clock. One o'clock. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so they've had lunch. They went to lunch. So they that's went about. To lunch. So the timeline's working. Okay, it probably is. Yeah, the art gallery after that. So they might have stayed for like yeah four. I or think five they innings. only stayed for a couple of innings. Yeah, righto. And so they go to the art gallery. Then they head to now in in there. This is when they're in the taxi, I think. And Cameron's saying, he "Goes, oh, you haven't had a good day? Are you joking?" Yeah. And then they they suddenly look up and there's a parade. You didn't leave. No, it really busts my hump, you know? Oh, they Cameron, can't find him. He didn't ditch us or anything. He's here. Hey, He's for here. all we know, he went back to school. He would Probably not to go back to school. Home. Yeah, he'd do it. He'd just no, do it just to make not. me sweat. Cameron, come on. Makes me mad. Ladies and gentlemen, you're such a wonderful crowd. We'd like to play a little tune for you. It's one of my personal favorites. And I'd like to dedicate it to a young man who doesn't think he's seen anything good today. Cameron Fry, this one's for you. They have to remember during all of this time, mm. Mr. Rooney has left the school grounds yes. and is looking for Ferris. He goes to his house. Yeah. So in that time, he goes to his house, goes to that popular hangout. Remember, he misses yeah. him on TV. Uh, so heads to the house and rings the doorbell. It's Ed Rooney, Ferris. I'd like to have a word with you. Oh, I'm sorry. I can't come to the door right now. <laughs> I'm afraid that in my weakened condition, I could take a nasty spill down the stairs and subject myself to further school absences. Save it, Ferris. Come down here. You can reach my parents at their places of business. Thank you for stopping by. <laughs> I appreciate your concern for my well-being. <laughs> mate, he hasn't he gone to great lengths it's to make beautiful. this a day off? It's such a mate. It's such. It's Home Alone it's before like a heist, after it's this. It's like a heist movie. Like it's, way after. It's home it's Home after. Alone is ninety. So like the tricks yeah. and the gizmos and the gadgets oh, and yeah. this, it feels like the same well, people. Same writer. Were, yeah. Same no, but like director. just yeah, but yeah. coming up with them, um, rigging them up, all that stuff was so yeah. cool. But I love this whole part because Mr. Rooney is so hell bent. Yeah, he's so he's hell bent. Yeah. He, you know, he he goes into the backyard. He puts his foot in mud, yeah, and loses the shoe gets shoe. stuck. The, the hose turns the dog, on. The dog comes out. The dog. He puts his head through yeah. the dog door, thinking he can get in. The dog chases him. Like it's a really slapstick style oh, yeah. thing, but it's it's cool. It's fun. It's not stupid. But while in the sense of the movie, while he's snooping around, the sister Jeannie comes home. Yeah, and she goes in the house. And she is. He comes in through the dog door. Yeah, and she confronts no, him. She follows him. He he follows. I don't, he goes the in front the door. door yeah. That's and she. He goes, hey, and he tries to catch him, to catch her. Or he think he's thinking it's Ferris, and she just goes the mad karate kicks and knocks him out. She runs upstairs, calls the police. Remember, 
locks yeah. herself in a room. Yeah. She's talking to her on the intercom saying, get out of here. My I'm only concern with this scene, and again, yeah. we're not meant to be picking the movie apart because it's yeah. a crazy, crazy movie, but I get that her initial reaction is to kick the bloke, but yeah. she didn't recognise the school principal? Well, I don't think so, yeah. I, I thought that as well. I'm thinking in and her panic state. And let's be clear, yeah. it's not – we know she goes to the same school. She yeah. went to see the principal yeah. and the principal's and the, assistant she, she, told her that she was out. Grounds, yeah. So that, that – Yes. Yeah, that's in my only panic like what state. it should if if you were to remake it, yeah, you, you just you'd have him looking the other way and her donging him with a with a saucepan so yes. he, so from the back, okay. so she didn't see him. Definitely. Now some favourite moments here, as I yep. mentioned, the sympathy to Ferris building this up across the movie. This is where you start. The movie. You see the water you see tower. See the water and tower, and I think someone in school has say Ferris on their yeah. book. And I think in this in this scene, there's that moment of in the cab. Yeah, there's uh, the newspaper. The dad, yeah, it says newspaper. young young boy fighting for life. Yeah. Um, I like this bit too where you – and several watches, you notice this. Remember when Rooney's on the phone to um, Ferris's mum and Grace, the secretary, is pulling pencils out of her hair? Yeah. She pulls three pencils out of her hair. I thought that was funny. Um, Ferris always getting away with stuff. Yeah. But I do also like – it's almost James Bond-like, the gadgetry and oh, how man. he gets away with stuff. So the call – so he the, the consideration for the doorbell. Hacking into the school computer to the change the number computer. of days off. The the answering machine for Sloan's home. The, the dummy in bed for yes, when his mum visits well. and that kind of stuff. So all of that, it's a quite an like, There's a bit of planning went into this. So, But you know what else it shows, uh, or I think it's meant to show, is not just that he's a cunning little fella, yep. but that he knows Rooney. He knows exactly what he's going to do. He yeah. knows he's going to come to his house. Yeah. He knows what he's going to ask. It's brilliant. Yeah. Well, he set up the doorbell for that very reason, among yeah, other things. All those things okay. were built for the people they were intended for. We are now crossing into the third act of the film now where they've done everything. They're heading home. And this is the point. Now, I don't know how I don't know whether Ferris was was having having a laugh here when talking about the miles and how I will we'll drive home in reverse and take the miles off. No, he wasn't having a laugh. Uh, I think like, he, did he genuinely if, believe I that think would he, work? No, he well, yes, he he Ferris well, generally thought it would work, but he always thought they'd jack it up. I've got no doubt that he thought he'd jack it up. Like he was yeah. he's a smart kid, but he genuinely thought that was going to work. Right, because the realisation, well, I think he, he's, Cameron knew the exact mileage. Yeah, so his dad yeah. had, had kept the miles. It was 100 and something. 100 and something, Ferris yeah. gets in the car after yeah, picking up from the garage miles. in pristine condition and thinking yes. this thing's great. And then, hang on a minute, there's like 200 miles being put on this yeah. thing. What the hell's happened so here? So it's uh, pretty uh, – I love his reaction, but – before this, remember when they were, when the the attendants were driving the car out? Did you like the scene where the cars in midair and the Star Wars theme yes. <laughs> was on? That was yeah. great. And the car lands heavy, and, and that's why they use replicas, yeah. by the way, for oh, all, not just for the last it. scene, yeah, they but for it. for those jumps and stuff yeah. like that. You know, for sure, you couldn't risk it. Now, Jeannie, in the meantime, yeah, now this the is sister. a bit strange. She, Jeannie is being taken to the police station. For making a false nine one one call. Oh no, this is completely legit to me because you reckon? Yes, because someone is in the house. Bueller's a prankster. Ah, You're calling from the. It's like the boy who cried wolf. You can't call the cops from the Bueller household. Ferris is a prankster. He's clearly called the cops a million times because she has. Well, well, she knows he's not there. Remember, she opens his room and the dummy goes up. Yeah. So she's she knows he's not there. So you reckon that because Ferris has done this before. That she's done it once, and that was one time too many. That's Is that right. what you're saying? Really? That, that was my logic. Okay, hundred percent. Until the cop wishes the mother well for Ferris, because then it's like, <laughs> well, hang on a minute. But here's so, yeah. a here's a great bit though. And did you notice Charlie? Just Sheen? pan off, and Char- there's Charlie Sheen, Charlie Sheen, Sheen there talking to her with yeah. some seriously um, drug hell makeup on. <laughs> See, I went home to confirm that the shithead was ditching school, and when I was there, a guy broke into the house. I called the cops, and they picked me up for making a phony phone call. What do you care if your brother ditches school? Why should he get to ditch when everybody else has to go? You could ditch. Yeah, I'd get caught. So you're pissed off because he ditches and doesn't get caught, is that it? Basically. Basically. And your problem is you. Hmm. Excuse me? Excuse you. You ought to spend a little more time dealing with yourself, a little less time worrying about what your brother does. That's just an opinion. Mm. What, are you a psychiatrist? No. Why don't you keep your opinions to yourself? Somebody you should talk to. If you say Ferris Bueller, you lose a testicle. 
<laughs> oh, you know him. <laughs> it's a great little that bit because it's such a short yeah. scene. Yeah. Charlie Sheen nails it, by the oh, way. Oh, does, yeah. She yeah. ends up passioning him in the, in the cop shop. But it's brilliant because it's that whole... All you need it's is all, an yeah. external Another view of set life. Of eyes. Exactly right. And actually, yeah. all your troubles yeah. are you probably no for no reason. So, you, Charlie Sheen, you said, looked pretty drugged out there. Yeah. He was pl- played the druggie. He apparently stayed awake for 48 hours before that scene was shot to give him those red eyes and the, that was That wasn't makeup? No, it was him looking, looking uh, worse wow. for wear after two days straight. Because no he sleep. looked horrible. There you go. Well done. Desired effect. Yeah. Now, when we get home and they got the car on the on the on the jack, and they, they realise the the miles aren't coming off, we this is where Cameron I think thinks well, time to take a stand. I got to take a stand against him. Talk about his dad. I am not going to sit on my ass. As the events that affect me unfold to determine the course of my life, I'm going to take a stand. I'm going to defend it. Right or wrong, I'm going to defend it. Then he proceeds to kick the crap out of the car. Yeah, like a big time. Thinking, Come like, on, mate. I don't know anyone who's kicked a car like that, but, you know, kicked a car, <laughs> leaves a dent, you know. It's a solid. Uh, this he, is yeah, a car solid, worth a lot of money. Solid it's kick. his dad's pride and joy. <laughs> Solid kick in the car there. Yeah. My father will come home, he see what I did. I can't hide this. He'll come home, he'll see what I did, he'll have to deal with me. I don't care, I really don't. I'm just tired of being afraid. Hell with him. I can't wait to see the look on the bastard's face. <laughs> Whoopsie. Whoopsie. Lent on the car and out she goes. I now, believe two cars were destroyed in this process. One yeah. for the shot of it coming out yep. and one with it looking just destroyed. on the ground. Because it actually would have kind of landed on its back yeah. and gone up well, they, down yeah, probably. Yeah, they made three. Yeah. But the um, the house they lived in, mm, beautiful. That was just, that. So that wasn't just the garage, eh? That glass house. That was their house. Well, that was the garage. Was that the garage, of the garage house, as well. Yeah. That was the garage of the house. Yeah. Right. So it was out on its own glass. Yeah. Uh, you know, hill hillside. Yeah. You know, mansion. The whole kind of thing. thing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah well. Pretty anyway, a pretty uh, epic scene because you kind of worry about it happening oh when you're God. watching it. It's like risky business. Remember he, he puts the puts the car in the Lake Michigan. Yeah, and he, but he kicks yeah. it so much, makes yeah. that big dent yeah. that you think, oh, okay, okay, yeah, it's all good. It easy. And then it's this simple lean that that pushes it over the edge. Here's here's my problem. My only problem with this movie. Yeah. Would putting extra miles on the car be? I know his dad would get angry with him, but it's not damaging the car. He's driving the car. The car's not damaged. So them taking it home, okay, it's all in one piece. We're good. I think he, they were home, they were safe. He sort of took it too far. Like, why, why? Yeah, but see, you know what I mean? like see he, Cameron's problem is he, he wants to get it back to 100 miles so that there's no yeah. drama. He, he thinks, okay, it's fine. Ferris, try has, to get away Ferris with it. has done this, so yeah. let's wind it back. Ferris is smart. He yeah. says at one point in the movie, Ferris yes, always gets away with it. Yeah. He always gets, it always works out for him. Yeah. And so his thought is, that's, that's fine. But then when he realizes it's not happening, he just, yeah. it's, it's, a, it's a lightning bolt moment where he goes, do you know what? I don't care. Yeah. I don't care. Fine. I don't care. But that's what I but mean. Not he... to the, but, but, but not to the point where he just goes, I'll, I'll accept the 300 miles. To the point where he, it, it just everything it's in his him life, or the car sort of thing. Ev- eh? like, he said earlier, the, yeah, his dad he loves, loves the car, car more, more than, than him. So because everything I always, in his life bubbles over, bubbles over. I'm always thinking why Cameron had to reach that point because that, he's, like, he's that, an that eighteen that year anger, old who's you yeah, know that resulted in the car being totaled. So it wasn't uh, he. He was he was uh, he appeared to be me to be more scared that he put miles on it than him trashing the car. By the end of the movie, he'd, he'd completely transformed. Exactly, because he yeah. because he realised that this car was a physical thing that was standing between him and his dad. And you yeah. know what? At the very least, this was going to create a conversation between yeah. him and his dad, which would be awkward as hell. Absolutely. But it, was, it, it actually solves their relationship most likely. Yeah. It's most likely that the sequel would see him and his dad yeah. um, 
you know, in in a better better place. Okay, yeah, maybe. Do you? Sorry, and I don't have your notes, but do you uh, mention at all the jersey that Cameron's wearing? Yeah, is it a uh, the red one? Are you talking yes. about? Yeah, no. It's so it's so they live in Chicago, right? Yeah. He's wearing a Detroit. I think it's Detroit Pistons. Yes. He's wearing that. It, it, proudly yep. in the face of his father, who's like a proud Chicago man. Uh, he's basically giving his dad the middle finger in every way of his life. By being, say, yeah. by being a hardcore supporter of, you know, it's it's like your hatred of me being a Queenslander, <laughs> but that I'm not <laughs> doing that. Hatred. I'm not doing that to, <laughs> to annoy you. I'm doing that because I, I, I believe I'm a Queenslander, right? Yep. He's supporting uh, Detroit yep. in spite of his dad. Okay. Now, That's how uh, bad their relationship because is. Because I remember earlier in the movie it said his mother was somewhere. She, he know. mentioned is it maybe was that Detroit where no, she was? No, I don't think so. Okay. Because he, he also, just talking of the sort of what they're wearing, at the start of this when Ferris gets in the car and they go into the, they, they, they take the car, pick up Sloan, he's wearing hmm. a suit. So he's got a change of clothes. He, he gets is. changed, yeah, he yeah. gets changed into his leather jacket. Cameron changes He's, wearing, he's wearing an overcoat. Well. I know, but there's a suit underneath it. Remember when he, Cameron comes around and they're making the call to the principal? He's wearing a suit. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Yes. Oh, and so yeah. he's got his, he's got a, he's got costume changes and everything. Yeah, and yeah. even Cameron, I think, changes <clears throat> shirts halfway through okay. as well. So uh, he changes the, the shirt at the pool. Cameron changes shirt correct. at the pool. Correct. Now, in the meantime, they I think they, they realise the they realise the time, and they think, "Geez, we've got to get home." Yeah. And as Ferris is bolting home. He kind of his his sister's driving his mother home, nearly runs and he nearly him. runs him over, and he has this ten second eyeball contact <laughs> with his sister while his mum's sitting in the car and doesn't realise. Oh no, there's all papers Again, everywhere. Suspend yeah. disbelief, but yeah. it was a good it was a good moment because it creates it. the chase. Yeah. He's got to get home before his sister, before that, before his will, dad, and he said his mum. Well, yeah. his, his, his sister because his sister's going to give him up. Absolutely. In Ferris's eyes, yeah, she's going to give him up. It was a good montage of him running through people's houses, yeah. and I love how he's in a hurry. Then these two glamours in. He turns a, around, and comes back, a, he comes back and introduces himself like he's got all the time. There was sun making in the shade, by the way. But anyway, yeah, moving and, on. And at six o'clock at night. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that was uh, that was odd. Um, so he's got to get back there. But guess what? Rooney's Rooney there. is right there he, with, his, uh, with his key. He gets caught out. Looking for this? I got you, Ferris. I have reamed about this. <laughs> this time, god damn you little bastard. I've got you right where I want you. So, how would you feel about another year of high school under my close personal supervision? Hi. Thank God you're all right. You know, we've been worried sick about you. Thank you, Mr. Rooney, for driving him home. Now, I want you to go upstairs and get in bed. Scoot! Can you imagine someone as sick as Ferris trying to walk home from the hospital? <laughs> oh, kids. <laughs> By the way, Mr. Rooney, you left your wallet on the kitchen floor. <laughs> So get that into you. Can I just mention those? If we, there's been a couple of audio you played where there's been those musical. Mm. Yep. And music uh, is, or, or sound is used in a fun way in this because there's that moment where Mr. Rooney's first out looking and he's got those glasses on. He flicks them up and the music <laughs> makes a sound. And then he flicks them down. It makes a sound like it's in the beat of the music. Yeah. There's some, well, those, there's well some really cool little bits like that. It's well done. Ferris makes it back to bed and his parents uh, they, they all. see him yeah, and happy days. And he and he says to him and goes, oh, I'm I glad I've got such <clears throat> loving parents. Loving, supportive parents. But here's the thing. Yeah. For the first time in a long time, I sat and let it run. You know why? Good. Because now there's it, a couple be, to look at here. But no, but because it wasn't yeah. you know, sometimes it they roll credits and then things happen. Yes. This like it was almost the, instantaneous. Right. Did it it kept yes. me going. Yeah, it didn't feel the at all like the credits, credits were there. Well, this is how they start. The end. The end credits uh, is is when Mr. Rooney's walking down yes. the street. Yep. And I Ferris. said it before, and I'll say it again. Life moves pretty fast. You don't stop and look around once in a while. You could miss it. So he's walking home. He's walking beside the school bus. That's right. But there's all these little things that happen. The music fades down. You hear more. Yeah. Uh, more. But just, then he, get, he gets cool. on the bus yeah. and the girl with the glasses. 
strange thing though. That yeah. scene was supposed to uh, was was supposed to be inserted into the movie earlier. They decided to make it uh, the end credits. It was cut from the movie. The scene was cut. Yeah, it didn't. They make said any let's sense, run it through the credits. I think it's good, and it was good. Yeah. But but the it, one big the, thing is why would school kids be going home at te- after six p.m. In the oh, school bus. Geez, you're a pain. The timeline is geez, not right Stop, there. suspend, dis- whatever you say, <laughs> suspend reality. And did you wait till after yes, the credits? Did yes. you? Good, because you would have heard this. You're still here? It's over. Go home. Now, again, <laughs> if I was the director, I would yeah. have recorded two versions of that. Oh. One. What would you have said? Turn off the TV. Because for, no, you're, for in the, the, you're in a theatre. You would have been in a theatre. Uh, go home. He said go home. Mate, okay, the second so version video, is for the yeah. home video release. Oh, maybe. Yeah, maybe. You know what I'm saying? Like okay. you intentionally record yeah. that. Okay. Why wouldn't you go, let's just do another one for the home video release? Yeah, smart. That's smart. Now, here's my takeaway, right? Yeah. Here's my takeaway. Ferris Bueller's day off wasn't for him. Mm. It was for his friend. Yeah. For his girlfriend. Yeah. And for his sister. Well, it, it wasn't the, intended to well, be. Well, I reckon her. it was. I reckon that the whole arc of the movie, Ferris is the same Ferris at the end of the movie. Yeah. The characters that have changed are Cameron, 100%. who's going to stand up to his dad. No, no, I agree with you. The girlfriend you. who's thinking, oh, he's going to marry me. He'd like, right. yep. And the sister who realizes, you know what, my brother's not such a pain in the butt. He's not I, a bad guy. So I agree yeah. that is the outcome. Yeah. My point is that he, did, he didn't intend. His sister to be. I thought he a did. Consequence. I reckon. He, well, I at reckon the start of the day, definitely for Cameron. I reckon he did. That's it what for I'm him. saying. At the start of the Main day, thing, he yeah. planned this. It was a byproduct. He planned this for Cameron. Yeah. And and to to have a great day with his girlfriend. Which he did. Which like, he did. That that point of essentially the marriage proposal, he probably intended to do that. Yeah. He probably intended to have this great day and make the point to her that that's how special she was yeah. to him. But I think the byproduct was that the sister realized that. You know, the world isn't just all well, about you Chuck, know Chuck Sheen, one versus work, the other. Worth yeah. his magic. Yeah. Let's look at some. Uh, here's some lines. A couple of good ones here. Pardon my French, but Cameron is so tight that if you stuck a <laughs> lump of coal up his ass in two weeks, you'd have a diamond. <laughs> <laughs> and this is I I I I quote this line as well sometimes. So far this semester, he has been absent nine times. Nine times. Nine times. Nine times. I don't remember him being sick nine times. <laughs> when would you ever quote that? Oh, whenever I talk to Joe, I said, "Look, you've done this nine times." <laughs> Is it? I'm just you are cra- such oh, a I'm pest. Cracker, so I know. Here's a good one when talking about how popular uh, our man Ferris is. Oh well, he's very popular, Ed. The sportos, the motorheads, geeks, sluts, bloods, wasteoids, dweebies, dickheads. They all adore him. They think he's a righteous dude. She's great, by she's the way. Good, yeah, she's good, yeah. She's been in a few things. <laughs> she has. I liked how when he, she was, he was on the phone to his mother and he was kept calling out to her, Grace, he's trying to get her attention. That was funny. Yeah. How did that happen? A few plot holes. Solid, well, yeah. solid plot holes. When she checks on, when Mrs. Rooney comes home, sorry, when, when um, Mrs. Bueller. Mrs. Bueller comes home and sees the dummy. Like it's there's obviously an, arm. an arm. Yeah, there's an arm yeah. out there. Yeah. It's a dummy. The arm's like, been left out. <laughs> how do you not see that? <clears throat> yeah. Um, how quickly did Ed Rooney get all his parking tickets out the front? The, he the, got about the, eight. So this What's was doing? A, <clears throat> I actually thought that was intentional. I thought the parking <laughs> tickets were an intentional f- f- passage of time uh, fast-forwarding yeah, overestimation. Over, over like, yeah, okay. how quickly do you get a so water tower to save? Yeah, yeah, how quickly yeah. do you get the newspaper? Okay. It's an exaggeration of time. Now, uh, at the restaurant, mm. um, Abe, when he was imitating what, Abe, what happens Rami, when Abe turns where's up? Where's Abe? That's yeah. right. Well, that's number one. If Abe turns up, he's gone. Yeah. Number two, the, the restaurant had a dress code. They were, they were dressed up. Mate, they weren't he's dressed the sausage properly. king, Jim. He's a sausage You're king. You're in. <laughs> Now, uh, here's the bit. Remember the bit before, after they they leaving Chicago, before they went back to Cameron's house, they're in a like a hot tub. Mm. Where's that? It's a great question. So because that that's the thing where I've always sort of wondered, is that someone's house that they just broken into and used their pool? Because they don't have swimmers. They're in after their clothes. that. Remember, he's in his. What's his, the next scene after that? Is when they, they go. Um, in the garage or is it the. No, it's the Cameron, garage. Yeah, the garage. Well, I think it's yeah. Cameron's house. I it's think not, that, I, well, why would no? It's not his house because they're not wearing the swimsuits or anything. 
It's not Cameron's house. But they, they I don't, don't think they've they got a pool. Live there. Why would they have swimsuits well, there? But I, he's changed. Cameron's changed, though. He has, yeah. Well, it's sh- like it's Fer- Cameron's house, Ferris's backyard is shown. It looks different. Cameron's, it's um, Cameron's house. It's not explained. It's likely they're at a stranger's house because they're all swimming in their underwear. Where that the makes hell? you know yeah. what for the for Beulah yeah. that makes sense. You know what this place they will have a pool. A Let's jump the fence. Yeah, there okay, you go. that makes more sense. Things you might not know. Yeah, according to John Hughes, the character of Cameron was based on a friend of his in high school. It's a crazy. He was situation. sort of he was sort of a lost. The flan- he had old dramas at home, sort of neglected child, and yeah, right. uh, there you go. He would uh, often uh, pretend he's sick so uh, to, to give himself some attention. Yeah, right. Yeah. Bit of a hypochondriac. Even though here's a here's a cracker, this one. Jennifer Grey, who played his sister, and Matthew Broderick would later become start dating. Hello. Got engaged. Wow. They were together, but a year later. Realized they were brother and sister. Before he before <laughs> um, Jennifer Grey's premiere for Dirty Dancing in nineteen eighty seven, just before that. They were involved in a fatal car crash in Northern Ireland. Oh. So the two people that they were in the crash with died in the accident. They survived. The two people in the other car died. Oh. And after that, their uh, relationship fell apart. Wow, that's yeah. that's terrible. Now, the parents of Ferris in the movie, mm. the actors were Cindy Pickett mm. and Lyman Ward. They were play, paid, played Ferris' parents. Yep. Actually got married in real life after this oh, movie. Oh, yeah. cute. Stayed married till 1992. Oh. Did they have a kid called Ferris? I don't think so, no. <laughs> yeah, the other. Did you notice? Uh, apparently, the teacher, Ben, played by Ben Stein. Do you remember yeah. this bit where before, after he does the roll call, he's yeah. talking about economics yeah. and all the students are looking like just doped out and, and bored and yeah. blokes dribbling? Apparently, uh, John Hughes said, look, you know, just. He had a, Ben Stein, the actor, had a degree in economics. He goes, mate, just. Make up whatever you want, and we'll film it. Just and, and everyone's just bored. <laughs> that was actually he made nice. he made it up. I love that. Did you also notice that the outfit that Ferris is wearing, the hat, the leather jacket, and sun this trench coat, sunglasses, um, can they're seen on a in his room? They were on a mannequin in his room, so he uh. had his outfit picked out already. Now, did you also notice when Ferris is blowing up that he doesn't have a car? Yeah. But he's also got a computer. But that synthesizer, <laughs> which is the EMU Emulator 2, back in 1984, cost eight grand. That's more in than 1984. A car. So yeah. today's money, that's $25,000 worth, yeah. of, worth of gear. Okay. Now, I haven't, I mean, your three questions for Trev, I actually haven't come up with them, but I am going to ask you a couple of questions. You hit me. Number one. Yep. Did do you think Ferris marries Sloane? Yes. Right. Question number two: Does Cameron make up with his dad, or yes. do you reckon they go their separate I believe, ways? I believe this. Yeah. Brings them together. Heated yeah. heated argument, but it brings them together. Question three: yeah. What does Ferris go on to do in his life? Do you think that's a great question? What does he do? He says he wants to go to college, to live a good life. I'll tell you what I reckon he does. Politician. <laughs> yeah. He's got the gift of the gap. Yeah, he's got the gift of the... He's a, Politician. He's, he's probably just in sales, to be honest. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. His old man is in advertising. He's yeah. an ad man. And his, his, his mother's real estate. She's I in think real sales. estate. I think sales. Okay. Yeah. Rightio, that is Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Hit us with your wrap-up and rating. I, I loved it. I, did, yeah, I do enjoy great, it. It's great a great movie. movie. It's fun. It's easy to ignore. Like, the parking tickets was the bit where I went, I love it. I love the fact that we It was just, an exaggeration that made it funny. Exactly. Yeah, exaggeration yeah, of time is yeah, brilliant. All that stuff. Ignore all the silly stuff. Um, driving here to your place, having watched it this afternoon, I thought it was an eight. I'm going to go 8.5. 8.5? Yeah. I'm with you. I agree. Eight, eight and a half is my score too. Yeah, absolutely. And it's weird because I think that it's a it's a 10 in the category that it sits yep. in that oh, yeah. have fun, Team enjoy this comedy. movie. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, but what I liked about it, it was a teen comedy. Like back in the day, in the eighties, teen comedies were like you know naked girls and yeah, sort of spring a lot break, porkies, a lot, and a lot, lot of crap of, yeah. like that. This I think had it was a fun escapism That's sort it. of film, but it had a message to it's it. A, I think it's, 
Wake up and you know don't wake, wake up and smell you know, the roses. Stop and smell don't the let roses. Life pass yeah, you by. Exactly right. So I, I it, liked it, that it had mate, another layer to it. It's yeah. honestly, it makes you think. Yeah, it does, does make you it go. Does. You know what? I haven't enjoyed a day. Yeah, maybe we should enjoy days like that. There you go. There you go. There you go. Rightio, should we talk about next week? Sure. I next know what we're week doing. we're watching a movie that I'm sure you've never heard of. Released in 2003, mm-hmm. the movie's called Identity, Definitely. starring John Cusack mm-hmm. and. Ray Liotta. Ray Liotta was in a movie Didn't we've he, covered. Didn't he pass away recently? You did. Oh, Last year. Ray Liotta was in a movie we've done on the show. Starts with a G, directed <coughs> by Martin Scorsese. Got, got good, good fellas. Good fellas. Good, good fellas, yes. Now, this movie was directed by James Mangold. Your millionaire question is, which movie starring Sylvester Stallone mm. did James Mangold also direct? Is it A, Copland? B, Rambo, Last Blood, C, Samaritan, or D, Creed? Samaritan. Bam. Sorry, mate. <sighs> he directed movie. Copland. Oh, it was the first yeah. one. Jesus. That was a good movie where Stallone plays a, a sort of semi-deaf cop who uh, stands up to all the corrupt other cops in the, in the town. Take your word for good it. Good movie. But the movie, though, we are doing next week is Identity, Identity. which you're going to like. Short, sharp movie. But a really tight, tight movie that's got a really nice little little storyline. You'll enjoy it. Okay. Identity, that is us next week. But we hope you enjoyed Ferris Bueller's Day Off. It makes me feel like having a day off watching this movie. I'm thinking about it. Let's do it. Good on you, mate. See ya.